In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The gospel reading, which you've just heard, is our reading for the day. You may be seated. Stop me if you've heard this one before, but there are two kinds of people in this world. At first blush, the parable that Jesus places before us seems to violate that principle as he talks about the word of God, the seed that the sower sows, encounters actually not two, but four different kinds of soil. Is Jesus violating that old rhetorical point to make a point? Well, let's consider each of these various kinds of soil in turn to see what our Lord is getting at. The first group that Jesus speaks about is as the sower goes out to sow the seed to preach the word of God, some is scattered along a rough, hard-packed path. And he says, the birds of the air come and they eat the seed and the seed is gone. Later on in his explanation, he tells us that this is the devil coming to snatch the word of God out of our hearts so that those who hear the word do not receive it and thus do not believe. When we consider what this actually looks like on the ground, maybe not so much in a parable format, this might look something like this. The pastor is preaching a sermon after reading probably what are the longest readings of the church year, and you're looking out the window at how sunny it looks after rather cold weather. You're thinking about what might be for lunch that day, and you miss a whole per portion of the sermon. I see a lot of smiles out there, so I wonder if this is smiling from personal experience. There are a lot of ways that the devil works to rob us of the Word of God, and it's not just in listening to it read or hearing it preached. How easy is it for us today to have access to the Word of God? Bibles cost next to nothing if you want one that's cheap. All of us have one in our homes. You can download it for free on your phone in almost any version that you want. Not even in just English, but if you want to read it in the Greek or the Hebrew or in Spanish or whatever you'd like to read it in, you have access to the Bible just on your phone. You can even download some Bible apps so we'll even read the Bible to you like an audio book. And I know some of you have taken advantage of some of that software. It's very easy for us to have access to the Word of God today. It's easier today than it has ever been in the history of humankind. And yet, when you take a, a look at the biblical literacy of our nation, and maybe even more closer to home, our church body, the Lutheran Church Missouri Synod, our knowledge of the biblical text, the history of the Bible, the doctrine of the Bible, is at a rather all-time low than it has been in our church's history. We are a church that has taken its stand on the Word of God. Luther was told that he must recant his writings in order to be in good favor with the Pope and he said that he could not recant of those writings unless he would be convinced by the Word of God. And yet, how many basic biblical things are lacking from 
our own knowledge banks because we have not taken advantage of the Word of God as we ought. The devil is very good at putting other things in our path that maybe entice our, our fantasies or our interests more than simply picking up the Bible and reading it. The second kind of soil that the seed, the Word of God, is as read and preached and taught as it encounters in Jesus' parable is um, a soil that has um, very little uh, moist or has very little soil to it. It's sort of like a, um, like a rocky place, Jesus says. And in this rocky place, it springs up quickly as the word of God is received because there's joy in the initial hearing of God's word that we are saved by grace through faith alone. And then yet, the sun, the heat of persecution from the outside world comes and robs the plant of its moisture. The plant withers and fails, and dies. In the world that we live in today, we see all kinds of heat and persecution for those who actually believe the text of the Scripture. That when we encounter resistance to that belief in what the Word of God says about a six-day creation, or the marriage between men and women, or whatever it might be, so many outside of our communion, outside of the church, believe that we're crazy for believing this book that was written over a period of centuries and completed about 2,000 years ago. We live in a time where it's difficult to hold fast to the Word of God without encountering some resistance. The third kind of soil that the seed of the Word of God encounters is this soil that is choked with weeds and thorns and thistles. Jesus says that the thorns and thistles represent the cares and the worries, the pleasures, the riches of this life. And as it grows up with that plant from the seed of the Word of God, it chokes out what the Word of God holds in our life, the power that it has in our hearts as Christians. There are a lot of things that distract us again from the Word of God, as I mentioned earlier. What are those things in your life that you have to balance against whether or not you come to church on Sunday morning, or whether or not you read your Bibles at home, or whether or not you pray with your family? There are a lot of things in our lives, cares and pleasures and riches, that distract us from the Word of God. Now, taking those three kinds of soil together, we might say that there are three different kinds of people represented there. Going back to what I said earlier, there are two kinds of people in this world, or maybe four, as Jesus is seeming to say here. But consider the end result of each. The devil snatches away the word of God, and faith is taken. The sun, the heat of persecution, scorches the plant and the the plant dies, and faith is destroyed. The thorns and thistles grow up and choke out the plant of the, that comes from the seed of the word of God, and the plant dies, and faith is destroyed. In the end, dear saints, there are only two kinds of people in the world. Those in whom the word of God takes hold and grows, and those in whom 
the distractions of this world, the suffering of this world, and the devil that throws at us all of his attacks to rob us of the word of God comes and destroys faith. Those are the two kinds of people that Jesus is warning us, uh, is teaching us about today. The first three-fourths of this parable, talking about the hard-packed path, the shallow soil, and the thorny soil, all of that stands as a warning. Not because there are four different kinds of people, but because there are only two results that happen from the seed being planted in our lives. Either the devil comes and takes it away, or we are caused to suffer, and that destroys our plant, or we give up the word of God because of the cares of this life, and the faith is destroyed. Those all result in the same thing. Faith is destroyed. So what are we to take from that first part of the parable? We have many great and terrible enemies as Christians that want to rob us of our faith. Luther writes in his small catechism that there are three forces that do not want us to hallow God's name or let his kingdom come. He says that the devil, the world, and our sinful nature work in concert with one another in order to destroy faith. That's right, even our own sinful nature often works in concert with the devil and the world to take away our Christian faith. We are accomplices to our own destruction. And yet, dear saints, you are not without hope. To you, like to the apostles, it has been given to know the secrets of the kingdom of heaven that have long been hidden. Jesus cries out, he who has ears to hear, let him hear. The fourth kind of soil that the word of God encounters is the good soil. Jesus says that these are those who, hearing the word, hold it fast in an honest and good heart and bear fruit with patience. You, dear saints, are in the right place for the sower of the seed, for Jesus himself to come to till the soil of your hearts, to pull out all of the rocks, to rip out all of the thorns and thistles, to water the soil and to plant the soil with the word of God as it is preached and read to you, as you consider it in your own devotions at home, as you learn it in our Lutheran day school. You are in the best place to have your ears to keep on hearing God's word. Because God has also made you a promise with regards to that word. He tells us through the prophet Isaiah that as the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return there, but water the earth, making it bring forth seed for the sower and bread for the eater, he says that is how his word is. Catechism kids, this is what efficacious is. We learned that in catechism a few months ago. God's word does what he sends it out to do. And when we gather here, when you gather in your homes, when you're at school hearing the word of God taught to you, God is sending his word to you because he is the sower of the seed who wants his seed to prosper 
and grow and bear fruit a hundredfold. And that fruit, dear saints, is you. He wants on the last day to come and to gather in his harvest that is you. Your Lord, your Lord Jesus sends his word out to you, to your hearts, that it would be planted deep in your hearts and in your souls, that you would have eternal life, that you would hold it fast in your heart and that it would bear fruit and that fruit leads to eternal life. This, dear saints, is the secret that has been given to you, that kings and prophets long to look in, but is now placed before you by the gracious sower of the seed. So when the devil comes, and he tries to steal the word of God away from you, we'll hear in a few weeks exactly how to defend ourselves against the devil. And it's not by our own cunning, but it's by continuing to listen to the word of God. Jesus will send the devil away by saying, man does not eat, does not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from his mouth. We can shoo the devil away simply by speaking and reading the word of God. And that is the way to cut through the, suffer the suffering of this life too. Jesus tells us that we are blessed if we are mocked and ridiculed for his sake, for the sake of his gospel, that we'll be blessed in his kingdom. And lastly, when the cares and concerns of this life come to distract you away from the word of God, we see in the story of Mary and Martha in particular, how there is one thing that is needed in this life. It's not to worry about the hustle and bustle of the day-to-day -day of our lives, but instead it's to sit and to hear the word of God, to have our ears keep on hearing what Jesus says. And when that happens, Jesus fulfills his promise to us that his word will bear fruit in our lives fruit that leads to eternal life. In Jesus' name. Amen. And now the peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds through faith in Christ Jesus our Lord.